1: Today is the spring-forward clock change, and next weekend will be the first day of spring. A time of change, rebirth, also a time of frozen dog poop in your yard slowly thawing you into poop soup. And your car, your car won't ever be clean until May now. I don't personally bother with a car wash until May, call me cheap, but it's not a sound investment this time of year, that's all I'm saying. Spring also marks the third seasonal change now since I've been uh, trying to get a job in Toronto which I haven't really openly talked about in front of a microphone. And uh, in some respects, it's, it's hard even to admit that I'm plotting to leave Kingston. It's hard on me because it tests my values as a communicator. Because I have a great job, a great radio show, even better audience in a city that I love and loves me back. For, I mean, for the most part, there's always a few dissidents who don't appreciate my particular sense of humor. But, but that also to me is a signal That I'm doing a good job. You're not supposed to be loved by everyone. John Lennon said life is what happens when you're busy making other plans and that's what happened when my girl took a job in Toronto and I know that being a Torontonian means more than reading the Toronto Star even if you read it every day. I know this. There are things that you know inherently as somebody that lives and breathes in a city That no newspaper or blog can fill you in on. The nuance of the street. The same goes for Kingston. I feel that the successful personalities in that city, I mean not just radio, just personalities. The successful ones are always the ones who had bought in and lived in the city. So now I've got this juggling act. Trying to be relevant in two cities for two different reasons. I need to be relevant in Kingston because that's my bread and butter. But more than that, it's a point of pride, and I don't feel like eating my words. And maybe not publicly, but privately, I've always questioned radio folk who uh, live in another city and commute to work every day. How do you communicate with the audience if for an hour, to and from every day, you're looking at the same highway? You aren't living the same life. Your concerns are not the same concerns of the audience. And that's why I still have an apartment in Kingston. That's why, despite telling people I live in Toronto half the time, it's more like 25%. I'm an experiential person. I'm an experiential learner. And I guess you could say I absorb information organically. But the future, obviously, is Toronto. When the first lady of Rock and Roll My World, Lisa, she got the job offer of a lifetime to move here. And we had to come up with a plan. Toronto is the media capital of Canada. It's not that easy to get a job here, even if you're a known commodity, which I won't say I'm unknown, but I'm not George Stombolopoulos. Hell, I'm not even Toronto (laughs) Xanta. I think that Xanta has a better chance at landing a radio show in Toronto than I do at this point. Why? Because he's on the street. He's making YouTube videos. YouTubes which have 10 times the amount of views than anything I've put out there. And when we first learned that Lisa would be making this move, it was September. And I've been quietly, you know, because I didn't want to alarm anyone in Kingston, quietly looking for work since then. And my experience since could be summed up with just one phrase. Just the tip. I've met people for drinks. I've met for coffee. Met for quinoa. Met for chocolate. Met for a colonic. But I've had but just one interview And it was for a management gig, which, by the way, I've classified as the worst interview I've done in the last decade. (laughs) At the end of the interview, I thought, I don't want to work for this guy anyways. It might as well have been a colonic. And the frustrating part, and I'll admit now that it's March, that there have been a few days of frustration, is that there have been openings at radio stations that could support my particular brand. But most of those jobs got sewn up for whatever reason. Nobody ever got hired. just didn't happen. Sure, I, you know, I'm missing my girl. I'm driving back and forth, paying rent in two cities. It's frustrating, but this is a different type of frustration because the industry is facing challenges, and the solution to those challenges appears to be hiring freezes and budget cuts. People love to ask me, like, what, what, what's going on in radio? What's happening as a genre? And you know what the biggest problem facing traditional radio broadcast is? It's not the audience. People still listen to radio, honestly. If you look at the numbers, people still listen to radio a lot. But it's the advertisers. Radio isn't as sexy anymore. There are cheaper and easier alternatives for people to get their message out. It's a business purely based on ad dollars, so if clients aren't buying, then it spells trouble. So that's my juggling act flying into the hurricane of an industry under stress in the most competitive market in the nation. And what am I going to do? Stick to our plan. Keep calm. Carry on. What else do I do? What do I take a job writing press releases for George Brown College? Take a job outside the business? Go work at Geek Squad? Because to me, that feels like giving up. And it feels like I won't get back into the biz at this point if I leave. My girls behind me, we call it Project Big Happy because we're both people who don't often settle for things. We want it all. She wants me to continue my career path as much as I do. And and that's great. That's an awesome feeling to have that kind of backup in life. And really the silver lining here is that we're still very much in love. This hasn't eaten us up. We haven't fought once. We continue to support each other. And this may be too personal, but Often we wake up in the middle of the night or in the morning and we find ourselves holding hands. Like we fall asleep in one position, but somehow in our sleep, we end up holding hands. Like we're taking a walk on a beach. That's fucking love, folks. That's it right there. That's what it looks like. So the next phase of the big happy... I've built a new green room studio here at our Toronto home in the beautiful Young and Eglinton neighborhood. And that's where I'm talking to you from now, the new studio. We're around the corner from Absolute Comedy. And I know that we're going to be fishing for guests there all the time. And our friends at RPM Promotions, they're super excited about the move and have been lining up some awesome guests for us. Sam Cash and the Romantic Dogs. I'm really excited to speak with Sam. I've pre-ordered his new record on iTunes. Um, he's from here in Toronto. He has some great punk rock heritage in this city through his dad, Andrew Cash. Excited to talk more about that with him. So that'll be in the next couple of weeks. Plus, the first episode from the Toronto Green Room will be with Kay Trevor Wilson. He's won awards for his storytelling. He's also in the new Crave TV original series, Letter Kenny, which was uh, just renewed for a second season. So funny. The episode of uh, that podcast airs tomorrow, Monday, March 14th. And K-Trev will also be at Absolute Comedy around the corner from the Green Room Studios in Toronto all week, starting on Tuesday. And then Ottawa, Absolute Comedy, the following week. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. I mean that. And if things go south, this could be my only microphone at some point while I'm working at Geek Squad. So what I'm saying is uh, subscribe and iTunes. I think you need to do a workshop, like maybe for my mom, because she leaves these long-winded voicemail messages that go absolutely nowhere. Oh, is, uh, I, I, <laughs> if, if
0: I could cure moms from long-winded messages, um, uh. I, I'd answer the phone when my mom called.
1: <laughs> maybe, <laughs> you know, maybe there is an ending to the story, but the voicemail cuts her off. So I never even actually get yeah. to find out unless I call her back, which may be part of actually her plan. <laughs> Like my big memory of Sam the
0: Record Man is they tried to sue my friend's high school band. No, uh, my friend had a band called Laughing Sam's Dice, and uh, they got a they got a letter from lawyers representing Sam the Record Man who felt their use of Sam infringed on their copyright of Sam, and uh, it was like it was like a sixteen year old kid being <laughs> filed a cease and desist. Uh, because a a record store thought they were the only place. So I I really couldn't give a shit when they closed. Uh, My whole thing was, fuck these guys. You tried to sue teenagers. People don't forget that shit. Over the name Sam. Get fucked. (laughs) (laughs) It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars. The one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.
1: Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast, at NBC Sports. From climate pledge arena in seattle washington the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet wherever you get your pods wherever you watch your pods and on the crier media network